0: welcome back everyone you are listening to the C.J. J.C. show embrace the controversy stay for the bias takes week five preview time the guys are loading up the picks and after a three and three do list christian delivers another one can he do it find out here on the episode so sit back and enjoy the show this game is just so hard to watch by the way
1: All right, we are back on a Thursday. Jalen is uh, out tonight, and so we got Christian here back with us. Christian, always good to talk to you, my guy. Exciting, a lot a lot of good stuff going on. How are you doing tonight, sir? Doing good, man. I'm doing good. I mean,
2: this game is already gross enough. Um, <laughs> already debating going to bed because this is just a mid off. Um, I'm gotta guarantee. Ross is probably, on his next drive, probably going to get a little too cocky, do a rollout to his left, throw a deep ball, lose a little moonshot, that you know, slight hope that you know it's going to be there, and pick. I'm calling that. I'm calling that on this next drive right here.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This one hasn't been pretty so far. I don't think anyone thought it would be pretty. Um, I picked the Colts. Um, not sure what tagline you have, but... I
2: had I had the Colts for this one. Oh
1: I think, like, I wasn't very confident in that. I would not make this game one of my uh, locks. Uh, no,
2: no, not at all. No, <laughs> this game just smelled disgusting for a mile. And I told myself last week, actually, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bet this game. And what am I doing here? A week later, I have fifty dollars on Naeem Hines to get forty freaking yards, and what happens? He gets go stumbling, and so hopefully the doctor is not to his doctor and actually takes him out this game because that man was stumbling.
1: Well, that was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the Dolphins, but that uh, yeah, no, that was pretty bad. Hopefully, uh, Naeem Hines will be okay. Anyone they have like any concern about is going to be like sitting out now because it's yeah. got embarrassed by the Tua thing. I'll say, any any.
2: <laughs> slight i think right now any slight which i mean is warren like i i think they should any like signs that you're clearly not walking straight or something is like clearly wrong you should be taken out and not being pressured to come back into these game so kudos to you know nflpa for you know actually doing a good investigation because that was um that was horrible to see last week
1: yeah it certainly was so yeah the colts uh, colts got the ball right now i guess we'll kind of just react to this one as it goes the Colts, I don't understand, like – I thought they would be – I didn't think they would be great, but, like, I thought they would be better than they have been. The Chiefs game was also just pretty lucky, and so is the Texans game that they even tied realistically. They should have lost, lost that one. They should have lost um, that one. They should
2: have lost that one. And um, I, I sadly have money on the Colts to win their division because I listened to a Matt Ryan interview at the beginning of the year, uh, on the Pat McAfee show, and I was, like, very pumped. I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know what? It's going to be different. No, it's the same old Colts year <laughs> after year. There's just an old QB that comes in and just completely falls in their place. And I'm, I'm going to quote part of my take here, and they said "Um, their card is pretty prime in three years to be the perfect Colts quarterback, and I could not agree anymore. Like, I can see Derek Carr is sitting here three years later after the Raiders finally give up on him after giving a him him barely by 500 season. Derek
1: Carr is slicking it out there. I can see it in the blue and white. I think they are going to eventually learn that they're going to just have to draft someone. Nah,
2: they get Flacco next year. No,
1: bro, Flacco will not. They'll not get Flacco. <laughs> it's amazing that Flacco played three games this year. You know, Dude, <laughs> Blacko was slinging it, man. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Matt Ryan just had a – oh, uh, a flag. So, yeah. Um, so, I guess we can kind of just go through the slate and react to this one a little bit more as it goes. Denver, you know, I just think they have a bad coach. It's weird. Russ is also not aging as gracefully as many – some may have thought so far. We'll see if he turns around.
2: That's, That's a ride, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this fan can't cook. What happened to the Russ? I used to love Russ what is this
1: this is (laughs) Chef Boyardee Russ like what is this he might get it together but yeah it has not been pretty so far and it also has not been pretty for him that on top of that Seattle is like cooking with Cheeto Smith not cooking but they won two games same as he has has the number one QBR in the league I think right now he did just get to play the Lions defense though which we'll get to. we'll get to we'll get to
2: the Lions here in a bit but So
1: I want to start. This is honestly, it's gross a little bit, but it's one of the more intriguing games of the week. And it's the early game, the greatest football game to ever be played in London. The first time ever two teams with a winning record are playing in London. The 3-1 and Giants against the 3-1 and Packers on a neutral site. Aaron Rodgers, a whole new land to see what kind of psychedelic drugs he wants to explore over there. Uh, All these young receivers that are pissing him off. And the Giants who... No disrespect, I'm happy for them, but they don't feel like the strongest three one team I've ever seen.
2: No, they're, they're not in recent memory at all. The, <laughs> but the thing is, is like seeing that like um, triple option last week with Saquon running that man that was that was kind of hype. Like it was, it's kind of sick. Not gonna lie. So they can go back like that. Give us Saquon the Rock. He's he's been doing really good. He's probably leading contender, I would say, for comeback player of the year. Um, actually no, nah, because he played last year, so I guess he wouldn't be considered a comeback player. Let's give him most improved. I would say that.
1: Yeah, he's looked good. I thought he was gonna kind of just be flamed out by his injuries, like many running backs. But he's still really good.
2: He's still back. Yeah, but Packers own. Um, Packers open up here as minus eight. Eight.
1: Ooh. I, Oman, I have it seven and a half, and I had I was leaning the Packers. Eight though is a big number for this weird London. Number but I'd probably still take the Packers. I mean, I think the Packers will win, but eight is a big spread for this Packers team. I don't
2: know, man, this Packers team kind of burnt me last week with, I thought they would have handled the Patriots pretty easily, but Zappy came in zapping all over the place. <laughs> um, the Packers offense looked a little stally at times. Romeo Dobbs, though. I, I love, I love Romeo Dobbs. I think, I think that could be something. I think he'll be better than Christian Watson. Um, so, but I'm, I'm going to have to take Giants plus eight. That's too many points for me with uh, Packers not so confident offensively yet. Until they start get rolling, that's uh, too many points. I'll take Giants plus eight.
1: That's true. That's a good point. Um, I will say the other big thing for the Giants, their line is still not great overall. so still pretty bad, but Andrew Thomas, I don't know if you saw, is rated as like the number one that's in football. So he is a monster. So they have one great lineman. The rest still questionable. Um, but yeah, I I, I mean, yeah, I lean the Packers, but you're right. The eight and a half is a big number. So that's a tough one. Last week, I had the London game as one of my locks, and I got it right. I don't think I'm going to have this one as one of my locks. <laughs> um, Yeah, that should be interesting, though. That should be a fun one for the people of London. I'm sure people will keep their eye on it. Aaron Rodgers has opportunities. Say, to- man, man.
2: Yeah, but in their defense, I mean, I love their defense, too. I mean, they got over there. It's. I feel like they should be a lot more dominant. Like I really like you know the whole front seven they have with them. Um, but Jair Alexander, I feel like he's had a quiet season. I haven't heard his name pop up too much. Um, oh. <laughs> I think he's a he's a very I would be top five corner in the league when fully healthy, ready to go. Um, so hopefully his name pops up around. I like him a Louisville product.
1: You Know he's a beast. Um, uh, I'm sure it might, you know, come back from injuries. I'm sure it does take time to round back to form, but yeah, that year is, you are right. They need like their stars to step up, they need Aaron Rodgers to step up too. Uh, but yeah, Jair, yeah. Oh, you got <laughs> uh, I, I'm like 10
2: seconds behind, probably. So it's, I'm probably gonna see some. Um, but next up, we got um, we got Seahawks Saints. Uh, Saints open up as a five and a half favorite at New Orleans. Uh, so Superdome, Gino comes in. You know, it's a it's a fair line, I'd say. Do we know if Jameis is coming and starting yet, or what? I don't
1: know. Andy Dalton played better than Jameis though last week. Um, oh, that, I mean that is gross. I lean the Saints just because I do feel like Seattle coming off that crazy win. I still don't think Seattle's that that good, um, but I think they're they're better than I thought. So that may be stupid to give all those points with the Saints. Um, I don't know. I mean, my concerns about Dennis Allen, who I think, were well warranted. They have not looked very good, and the Eagles have their draft pick, so that's also good for them.
2: I don't uh, because Kamara honestly is probably serving his suspension right now because that man has been non-existent. Like what? <laughs> he couldn't play last week. Um, uh, did anyone officially rule what happened? Well, I was almost right actually about this pick, um, but. Kamara didn't play last week. A lot, I know a lot of people out there that had him on his fantasy teams were hurting when they woke up around ten o'clock to see him out. Um, and you had Latavius freaking Murray back there taking handoffs. Um, so Kamara essentially has been, you know, San Francisco suspension with you know him being non-existent. I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks plus five and a half. Like this Saints team, it just grows. Um, the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. I mean. That man has some stylish hair right now. Got to give it to him. His beard is looking fantastic. We got to ask him what hair-, hair routine he's doing right now. Um, but I can't trust the Saints right now at all. Um, maybe my decision sways a little if Michael Thomas is active, but a little. But I'm sticking with the red hot Gino freaking Smith five and a half.
1: I think that's a good pick. That's a tough game. Um, that won't be interesting. I do think Seattle. I will say. Um, I me and Jalen talked about it a little on Tuesday. So far, and especially as I continue to watch this game, who's uh, Seattle's feeling like pretty good about that Russell Wilson trade right about now? They got oh a <laughs> young They can draft top quarterbacks. In the draft what, in
2: the did, what did Seattle get in full return from? Because I mean you that is a strong case right now that Seattle won that trade.
1: They got their one this year. I think their next two first round picks, pretty sure. And like one or two mids. Maybe it was only two first rounds. Um eh, and point. also Drew Locke.
2: I'm pulling up right here is wow. point so Seahawks uh received. I've totally forgotten Noah Fonts on their team. I completely forgot about that dude. Uh, he did score a touchdown last week though. Um they got Shelby Harris, the uh <laughs> I forgot about this cornball, true lock. <laughs> He's on the Seahawks waiting in the realms. Um, but so then yeah, Seattle received. This year's first, second, and fifth round picks from the Broncos, as well as next year's first and a second. Yeah, you might make the case Seattle one.
1: They got and wasn't That's that true. first round pick uh, Charles Cross? It's yeah, like, Charles Cross looks like an already like an All Pro tackle as a rookie. Like he's a dog. He's been,
2: yeah, he's been he's been doing good. Yeah, he's been protecting all the, yeah. um, but Seattle so yeah, you can make the case Seattle won that trade. Especially with all the money that Denver's now paying Russell Wilson. I mean, they have the Walmart owner. I mean, it's... Daniel Hackett could be out of his way by the end of the year, and they could find a coach pretty easily with the amount of money this man's bringing in.
1: That's true. If he goes really poorly, yeah. If he doesn't get it together somewhat, they'll ask him. No problem. If if, if, if he doesn't figure out how to use his timeouts correctly, yeah. Yeah, that's very important. That gross game so far all right the next one I have is uh another one of my most intriguing games of the week this is the one that I will probably have up on my uh on my red zone uh my Sunday ticket whatever uh Dolphins at the Jets Jets getting three and a half points on my line not sure what you're saying Teddy Bridgewater in for the Dolphins I mean gotta be honest this is probably stupid but I like the Jets here man even though the Dolphins have a better roster Zach Wilson, yeah. I mean, he struggled, but he showed me some stuff at the end of that Steelers game. They have really legitimate, actually, like, good weapons. Like, you you look at the Jets' offensive players, you're like, okay, this is actually, like, somewhat difficult to defend. Uh, their O-line is a little banged up at the tackle spots, which is a huge weakness. But Sauce Gardner, he's been pretty good. I, I like the Jets and the points here at home with, against Teddy first game. Maybe that's stupid, but I like the Jets, man, riding the wave.
2: No, nah, man, I'm I'm total agreement. Like, I absolutely love the Jets here. I mean, it, it's just at, at New York, too, especially. Um, the, the Dolphin system teams to run around Tua, so I'm not sure if they're making adjustments to be more of Teddy's likeness. Teddy did good last week. Don't get me wrong, but there were certain things that you could tell that it was just meant a little bit more for Tua. Um, but with the Jets, Zach Wilson, man, he got some grit to him, I think. He, he was all that grit <laughs> was the most disgusting thing, but most of, I think it was pretty fun to see a little personality coming his little uh, BYU self out, you know, not just the milk hunter. But he – Sauce Gunner as well. That man – I think Sauce right now is defensive player um, rookie of the year. I think so right now. Um, he's been playing very good. Um, he's been locking down left and right, necessarily – um, and then the Jets as well, Brees Hall has been stepping up a little. He's getting a little more carries. I'm liking it. Um, so I think, I think Jets, you know, they pound the rock here and I'm, I'm taking the points as well with them.
1: Yeah. I like that. That should be a good one, man. Um, the dolphins, I don't know how Teddy Bridgewater going to look. So like, I think the Jets can pull off the upset. They're getting points at home. That's a nice one. All right. The next game I have is not one that I will be watching. The Falcons at the Bucks. Mine says Bucks seven and a half, maybe bigger on yours. Not sure what that's looking like. But... Yeah, it's
2: a lot bigger. Uh so Bucks are a 10 a 10 point favorite.
1: Wow. I mean, yeah, the Bucks, I'm I'm gonna take ten points with Atlanta, man. They're scrappy. Uh but the Bucks they how own them. 10 is a lot, though. I think I would take the 10, and the 10 with Atlanta. The Falcons
2: are low-key good. I think, like, I, I like the way to go about things, I and mean, I thought they were going to be a lot worse this season, but from the highlights I've seen and, you know, Red Zone popping in here and there, they've, they've stepped it up. I think Mariota's you know, carrying a little bit of his load, even though there's been a couple, of course, mistakes that you're like, God dang it, but they they've They've shocked me a little. I'm liking the way they're going. Arthur Smith looks like he got them in the right way. I'm just afraid that the Desmond the Riddler the chants are gonna get a little bit louder if they don't win any games, even though Mariota is not doing the worst of job. Of course, with a rookie QB. I mean, we saw Kenny last week, those the noises get louder. Um, and if winnings start dropping. <laughs> and then I mean, and Tom. Tom's dealing with the divorce, um, the supposedly divorce. Yeah. Um so I'm, I'm a little I'm a little afraid about that, um, of Tom just going out there and going, all right, sick. I'm stress-free. Let me just drop seven touchdowns on the Falcons. let will get me my anger out on them. Um so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't so, but I I have a feeling he might. I, I have a gut feeling Tom's gonna come out and just take his anger out from this divorce on the, the Falcons. <laughs> so I'm taking the Bucks minus ten here. I, even though I, I really, really like the Falcons, that <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I think Tom's gonna lash it out a
1: little. <laughs> yeah, I can see it.
2: It's not it's not a nighttime game, so Tom will be awake. Um, I, I tend to stay away from Tom anytime past four o'clock. Um, it's a little bit too too late for his old self um, <laughs> and, and, i mean tom tom if this divorce is legit man this man the fact that he chose football over family like actually <laughs> i cannot stop laughing about like he, he really said fuck them kids like, <laughs> like yeah. and he might play like five more years now this may not be his last ride now if he's he's free he can go ahead and do as much as he want um so oh let's see what let's see
1: what Tommy does yeah uh that's gonna be a that might be a tough one for the Falcons but I do like they have Falcons I do I will say I think Arthur Smith is a pretty good coach and like their running offense is like kind of unique and like pretty effective even though they don't have like the best roster um They're still bad, though, so the Bucs might clobber them. Uh, Ten is a lot, which is why I lean that, but you may be right. The Bucs might just beat them by, like, 30. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The next one I got on my list, this one is more interesting, although not that much. Titans at the Commanders. I got Commanders plus two and a half on mine. Uh, What what you got on that one?
2: Uh, Looks like, yeah, two and a half.
1: I take the Titans. I mean, the Commanders suck. They burned me last yeah. week because I thought they would beat Dallas. I was confident they could beat a backup. They're terrible. So, I lean the Titans. I'll it, let you take the lead on the commanders. <laughs> you see, you've see, you seen them up close. Yeah, I saw them up
2: close, and their offensive line just kept collapsing on Carson. Like I would say probably for the first, like – because I, I I went in there, and I sat down immediately, and I saw – as I sat down, Carson on the ground already, I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those games. And I think for the first like five sacks, I would say it's on the line. That was on the line. I, I, I truly think Carson didn't have enough time to throw. But then the other three, I would say Carson, Um, that was his fault. That means a log. He, he turned into a log. There was obviously had time in a pocket and he just collapsed. Um, so he's one of the most sackable QBs in the league, I believe so, right? Right, right. I would say below Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan just falls. He, <laughs> he cradles into it. And I'm looking at this. I saw a sack early. I was like, yep, Matt Ryan got sacked. Um, but I'm taking the Titans two and a half. I can't. This commander's team is absolute trash. Just, it's disappointing. Unless, uh, it's disappointing. It really is. I had a little bit
1: higher after,
2: expectations.
1: After that first, those first two weeks, even though they lost the Lions. I was still like, okay, they're weapons. Like they kind of have nice weapons. Like Carson Wentz might get it together, and then it's just been all downhill. He scored like not even twenty. Hasn't scored twenty points since then. So, uh, yeah, I lean the Titans. Titans, you know, they're just kind of a boring, scrappy team, but they're gonna fight for another AFC South championship. It'll probably come down to them in Jacksonville. The more I watch the Colts play in this game, so I mean, they're gonna have a shot. I don't think they'll get a wild card, but they can get that uh, AFC South crown maybe.
2: I think they could. I mean, I mean, they kind of have done this for the past couple of years, where everyone's like, "Oh, the Colts would win the division," um, and then the Titans just find themselves into this position where they can just literally take it from the Colts because the Colts cannot capitalize on their rosters because they have a thirty-five plus year old QB
1: that can't move. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, know, I don't know. I do think if Malik Willis panned out, the Titans could be so exciting. But I don't. I mean, he was raw, so. I mean, dude, awesome. they
2: just lost Traylon Burke, so that's a little. That was a little <laughs> minus.
1: <eight. laughs> yeah, that one will probably be gross, but I, I still need the Titans.
2: I'm not. I'm not looking at that game once. I <laughs> that is just it's disgusting to think about
1: with them. Yeah, no, gotcha. That, uh, oh, that's not going to be pretty, but it should be fun. All right, so the next one, to me, I jokingly said to Jalen, this is the game of the week. This is the uh, – this show's game of the week. It's Davis Mills and the Texans, seven-and-a-half point dogs at Jacksonville, the two uh, young kings of the AFC South going head-to-head. Davis Mills never lost to the Jags, undefeated all-time against Trevor Lawrence. Uh, is he actually – I mean, want to know? Even with la- last year, post Urban I mean, firing, even
2: the Texans haven't won a game all season. Now, thinking of it, no, they
1: I take the Jags minus the points, probably. But I'm excited <laughs> to watch it. Davis Mills can sometimes do things.
2: I, I, I'm I feeling trap game all over this. I just have a feeling like everyone's like, oh, the Jags are good. Let's go Jags and Davis Mills. <laughs> I'm taking Texans with the points out here. Um, I, I have a feeling the, the Davis Mills is going to pull a rabbit out of that. Levy Smith will just steal this from the Jags fans once they get the slightest bit of hope. Um, they have to get Travis Etienne more involved, I think. Uh, that man has been a little non-existent. Um. So hopefully, hopefully they find him. He's been he's such a good receiving back. I mean, with Trevor back at him in those Clemson days, they were, they were an elite combo. But James Robinson's revived, baby. He's back. He's taking that job back. Um. So, um. Um. But I'm still still leaning Texans plus seven. Um. I hope Jaguars win this, but it's it's something just smells a little fishy to me.
1: I want Davis Mills to get. I, I am also pulling for the Jags to be good. But I do want Davis Mills to sneak some wins this year to get some more respect on his name. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like the Jags. I mean, I think the Jags have, like, a solid, like, core of their roster. They overpaid for it. But, like, they're not, like, the worst roster in the NFL anymore, even without I – mean,
2: Christian Kirk is, like, I think fifth in yards.
1: Yeah, no, Trevor Lawrence seems like the guy. So, I actually think the Jags will be pretty good and dangerous in the AFC. Um, seven and a half, eight and a half is – big seven and a half is what it was right that is a big number i have seven,
2: seven. here on FanDuel.
1: seven that is a big number for the jags but i don't know man they could also just smack them around doug peterson better lovey smith i'd say but yeah that, that'll be an interesting one uh all right going back okay here we go christian now the, this one, they're calling it the game of the most important game of the year. I'm not sure what line you have on yours, but the Steelers, 14 and a half point dogs in Buffalo, Kenny Pickett making his first NFL start. I mean, this is the game of the, the century, right? The, gonna be a classic, uh, I mean, classic battle, wild spread, <laughs> not confident, but I'm very excited to see Pickett. But I mean, come on! Like, I'm taking the Steelers with 14 and a half points or whatever it is. Like, that's an absurd, abs- Like, yes, the Bills are much better, but if you're gonna, like, that's like to the, what their biggest spread, their most points they've, like, been an underdog by since like I, 1970. Like, yeah, I
2: saw that. I saw that stat. That's the biggest spread that the Steelers have been since like 1970. I was like, yeah, give me the Steelers to the spread. spread. Like, that's too many points.
1: The Buffalo Bills, as good as their defense is, even though they are missing some safeties, they may they've never seen Kenny Pickett off a week of reps before. Like they don't know what to expect. They have no tape on him. He he's he's slick, he's got some swagger. He can cover this if he covers the spread, he's on the right trajectory to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. If he covers I think spread. I think this game's gonna be a lot closer than people expect. I, I I think just because Kenny
2: hasn't they don't there's not too much film out here uh, with him. I think I think with Kenny he's He's gonna be a little slick, dog. I mean, he had two rushing touchdowns last week. The odds on that probably, <laughs> but Kenny, Kenny does too many points. And I have, um, I have George Pickens actually part of my dare uh touchdown parlay of this week because I think when Kenny finally, finally gets George one because Mitch one. cannot be at all George open on the field, no whatsoever.
1: Yeah, no, pick it up. Uh, Let's yeah. go. better than Mitch. Here he is, Jalen Klee has arrived. Like How's it going, guys? Game. It's good, man. How are
0: you? Yeah, we're all good. We're all good. He had uh, some slight back issues, but he's back at home now. Okay. He's resting. That's what matters.
1: Yeah.
2: And them back issues, man. Once
0: he turned 30, I've heard are, they're lethal. <laughs> oh, get yeah. That, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're bad back. Bad back. But he's all good. So he just needs some rest. But How you guys doing? What game are y'all on? Um, our- we're on Steelers Bills. Ooh. Interesting one.
2: You wanna roll out your I could call out the games that we called so far and you can um label off.
0: Yeah, I'll speed through it. All right, Giants, Packers, Packers are minus eight. Packers are minus eight. I'll take the pack yeah, I'll take the Packers to cover that. Really? Yeah.
2: Um, Seahawks, Saints, Saints are five and a half favorites.
0: Saints are five and a half. I'm going to yep. take the Seahawks the cover.
2: Texans, Jaguars, Jaguars are seven-point favorite.
0: Seven-point favorites? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a crazy one. I'm going go, to go – I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to take the Jags on that.
2: Uh, I said it's trap game all over. I think people are just going to be so hype over the Jags that they're going to
0: get crushed by it. <laughs> Oh, man, Davis Mills hype game. <laughs> What's it? up? Oh, anyways. Uh, Dave Mills hype game. Dolphins
2: Jets Jets are a three dog favorite. I mean three three dogs. They're underdog.
0: All the Jets are. Yep, I'll take the Jets.
2: Um and Falcons Bucks Bucks are a ten point favorite.
0: Falcons, even though, um Brady's rage is probably gonna That's
1: rampage. Like <laughs> he's probably gonna <laughs>
0: rampage through this game. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, opposite trend.
2: That's what I said. I was like, this man Tom's about to leave so much anger out on that field.
1: It's going to be
0: abusive. It's going to be abusive.
1: I was going to say, before, I literally saw like one of those Twitter memes where it's like the girl like screaming at the guy. And it was like, why can't you retire, and be a father, and do without a family? And it was like, Tom was like, I have to beat the Falcons twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have to beat the Falcons
2: Man, um, and then awesome. Titans uh, commies. Uh, Titans are two and a
0: half point favorite. Go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Titans on that one. As yeah, gross as that, that game's baby, gonna, be. Is gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be buried. Yeah, as gross at, as the
2: game will be. It's at FedEx too. That's what just makes it worse. Just seeing those. <laughs> um, and then yeah, we've and then we're on the Steelers Bills right now. All right, <clears throat> what's that one looking? Uh, spills are fourteen point favor. This is the most amount of points the Steelers have been underdogs since like nineteen seventy something.
0: Fourteen points is a lot of points, man. <laughs> That's a lot of the
1: points. They've never prepared for. They've never seen Kenny Pickett with a full week of preparation. They saw a half of him being thrown in. That's the only tape they have. They don't know what to expect. It's going to come out with all kinds of smoke and mirrors. They're not going to be ready.
0: It's a little handy.
1: They're going yeah.
0: like, to do tricks. I wanna. I really want to ride the hype, so I'm going to go ahead with little, little reasoning. I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers. I'm going to ride the hype, see how Kenny does.
1: Yeah, I mean, we both said that's just – you're going to – that's like they're daring you to take that when they get spreads that big. Like at some point it just gets so big you have to take the points.
0: Like
2: you can't you can't just not tease me a, a two point score lead. Like I'll be like oh you could be down three touchdowns and be like oh we still got a chance of spread. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was
0: about to say out, like that's a college spread. We'll cover.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I'm very excited to see Kenny Pickett. I will just tell you both go ahead. If if they if Kenny Pickett does somehow pull off the upset. This first game, I'm gonna be insufferable the next time uh, we're on here. But
0: I would be completely okay with that. That'd yeah. be hype. I would be that'd be a hype cold we would be seeing on here.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where we were. Um, looking forward to the right, game, cool, but should be good. All right. This one isn't exactly super exciting, but you know, it's definitely a game, uh, but not the worst either. The Chargers, I have them as three and a half point favorites at Cleveland. I'm not sure what that line is on most books.
2: Uh, the Chargers are a two and a half point favorite on FanDuel.
1: I mean, I lean the Chargers pretty heavily there, even though the Browns arguably have a healthier, better roster. Kobe Brissett is nowhere even remotely close to Justin Herbert. And I think the Chargers, will Chargers need these wins. I still think Herbo will, even despite all the injuries. He's gonna turn it around and they'll be fine. I love the Chargers here.
0: I like the Chargers as well. I do like the Chargers. That one, I think this is a must-win game for Herbert and the crew, even though they are depleted, like you were saying. Um, they just need to, yeah, they just need to keep up at this point, cause stick around with all the AFC West competition going on right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the Chargers as well. Um, I'll take them at two and a half,
2: like. You can't just give me that small amount of number of Herbo, um, especially against America's most hated team right now. Like, you can't tell me not root for that. <laughs> yeah. give me that. And Keenan Allen's back as well, hopefully, for this game, so.
0: Hey, that helps, yeah. Helps a lot for Herbo.
1: Yeah, Herbo was cooking last week. It was against the Texans, but still, he was cooking last week. Uh, and he, he, even with, like, just some weapons supporting cast depleted, he's still cooking. So, yeah. Um, all right. Uh oh, my internet connection is unstable. That's not good. Okay. Jalen, I'm glad you got here before we got to this one. This is another one of the most intriguing ones, at least for our show's purposes. The Bears, I have them getting six and a half points at the Vikings. Uh, I'm not sure what the spread you have is on that, Christian. I'm going to let you up on this.
2: Vikings, seven and a half point favorite.
1: Whew. I'm going to let you all go first because I just want to put out there that before I give my opinions on this, that I am one in three picking the Bears games this year. Um, <laughs> put them twice in my locks of the week picking against them already, and they won both those games. So I have not had good pick energy when it comes to the Bears so far. So I'm going to let you all go first on this
0: one. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the with the crowd here. I'm going to go take the home team, the Vikings um coming home after the London game the close one hopefully they can uh get that double doink energy since they were the good they were on the good side of it you know unlike the Bears so hopefully we keep that good energy rolling um I expect big things from this defense um and I expect zero passes to be completed from Justin Fields (laughs) because this man barely throws the ball as it is so I'm running with the Vikings on my pick
2: I'll be running with the Vikings as well. Seven and a half. uh, You cannot tell me that. Dude. Cooper Cup has more receptions more than what Justin Fields has completions. That is just disgusting. Like, get, what, are they, what are they doing over there? I, I, it's like it's like that meme of a stick in your league. You're just like, come on, do something. That's what Bear fans are probably doing to them. Um, hopefully, hopefully Dalvin Cook can get to the end zone for the sake of my fantasy team. He's been a little dry out there. Um, he's he's getting a little good touches. He's getting his good touches, but Madison is taking the touchdowns. Unfortunately. Um, but I'm still taking up the Vikings minus seven and a half, especially at Vikings as well. It's not even at Soldier Field. This might be a two-score game, I believe.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna pick the Vikings. That's what I had before. And that's what I was planning to. there. I do feel like they're a far better team. And the Bears have a very questionable offense. Although Fields can do some special things. I wish they let them try to throw it more, but they clearly don't trust him at all. And they have a bad supporting cast. So um yeah, I, I lean the Vikings. Um, I, I still think the Vikings are a pretty good team, playoff team, not a great team. I think Christian is now just reacting to the thing I was reacting to a moment ago. Uh threw it to the linebacker. Matt like, he pulled, he
2: pulled a Jameis. He pulled a Jameis. He threw it right to the linebacker.
1: The Colts have punted every drive in the game up until this last drive where Matt Ryan just threw, like, the saddest interception. They got all the way down the field. It was, terrible. There, was
2: um, there was only one bet, only one bet on, um, I think it was Caesar's sports book, and for to Matt Ryan to not throw an interception. 99% of the Bo- 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 bets came in for him to throw an interception, and they just cashed probably.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. God, dang, man. That's um, ugly.
1: Yeah, I think the Vikings will get the, uh, will get the dub over the Bears, but, man, that's good news for the Bears because every time I've picked against them, they've won except for the Packers game, but I didn't make that a lock. I'm not making this a lock either. I'm staying away from my locks. But, oh, they got Thursday night next week. Oh, yeah. Who
2: got Thursday night?
1: Commander's Bears. Oh, my God. God.
2: (laughs) Why do we keep the Gross's Thursday (laughs) night game?
1: Two once proud franchises franchises going head-to-head. That's classic Thursday night.
0: (laughs) That's brutal. That's just brutal. A classic in the making, but brutal.
1: Ugh. All right. So I sent uh, on to our next game. And I cautiously like a pick in this one, but I probably shouldn't. I just, I mean, I the Lions, three and a half point underdogs at the Patriots. Mac Jones, questionable, looking like he would maybe play, but it'll be him or Zappi. Uh, probably Mac Jones, but we'll see. He might be a little hobbled. I mean, I like the Lions here, even though they just are always going to lose because they're the Lions, even if they had the best team in the history of the world, they would still lose because they're the Lions. But I mean, they do have a legitimate offense and the Patriots don't have, I mean, Seattle cooked their defense. The Patriots will probably score some points because their defense is horrible. But I mean, I feel like the Lions should win or at least cover. I like the Lions, man. I really do not believe in the Patriots
0: um this one is a very interesting game but I'm going to take the Patriots at home I don't think it matters who's at the quarterback position I'm more leaning towards the defense of the Patriots because it's just one of those things that New England culture always does is it gets the defense does get better as we get as the season goes on and they're living up to that trend so the Patriots are gelling like always they're probably going to be decent um I understand what you're saying about the hype around Lions offense, but I'm not buying into it. I'm going to take the Patriots with something that I know.
2: Oh, I was, I like Zappy. He brought some electricity into this, but you cannot give me the Lions at plus money. I'm going to give me the MCDC Lions at three and a half. I absolutely love them, team. It was crazy watching the game Yes, um, last week and just keep seeing red zone. And you're at the four o'clock games, and you're like, "Wait, the lines are still playing? Why? Why is this still going, dude? That was a shootout. That was awesome to see. They have the number one scoring offense. Like, I'm so happy for them, but so sad at them at the same time because they just cannot finish. Their defense is absolute garbage. You can't, like, it's 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 crazy how things have changed for that culture for the best, and also as well for some heartbreaks." but I, I love me the Lions. I, I, I had the ride with them. Three and a half give it to me.
1: It does. I'm interested to see. I saw DeAndre Swift is out again. If they get, Saint Brown back, that's a huge They do miss a Monster. And last thing on the Lions, I almost forgot. They also still are going to have Jameson Williams at some point. Mm-hmm. Like the best receiver in the draft.
2: Jamison will, I'm thinking, I think he was projected to come back after um, week six, I think. So hopefully he's back.
1: Sir, they got, they got so many weapons, but they're still the Lions. So they'll probably always lose.
2: Still the Lions. So heartbreaks are all right. down to-
1: I think that gets us through the one o'clock slate. So into the afternoon games for those Western folks. We got Carolina plus. Four and a half going up against the 49ers. I mean, I'd probably just hammer the 49ers here. Carolina stinks. I officially said on Tuesday I'm off the Baker Mayfield ship. I jumped in the water. Jalen's already probably, like, found an island. He's, he's been off it for a while. Um, oh, yeah. I think the Niners smack them. The Panthers are bad. They're going to fire their coach, draft a quarterback. It's just, you know, it's classic, classic bad NFL team, really. They're just a mess kind of.
0: um yeah i was about to say this would probably be one of those games that baker would try and win of course and jimmy garoppolo just doesn't show up but i think after what we saw with the niners ditch the rams it's hard for me to erase that out of my mind so i'm gonna go ahead and keep the good keep that keep that good image in and uh see if that 49ers defense just terrorizes baker mayfield
2: um I'm before before I get into this I, I'm laying on as soon as we get off this I'm going straight to bed. This game makes me want to put myself out of misery. Like what is going on, dude? This is awful. This Ross is cooking. Ross is cooking, man. No, nope, he's not. <laughs> no, Judy can't find his hands again. I thought he would have got that problem solved last season, but no, we're still here. They can't catch a slant. But, <laughs> So, so this game is um, wow! It just, it just, it really sucks. How much potential both of these teams had, and it's lame. <laughs> I just keep looking over, I keep shaking my. head But um Niners and Panthers on Fandle, they're at six and a half now. <laughs> so I'm still giving the Niners, man. I Nick Bosa is gonna run Mayfield down like that man Nick <laughs> had he that one pick where they had him staring down Matthew Stafford I was like that's a cheetah in a little um, deer right there because that mm. man was on a prowl so <laughs> I, I can't like just like Jalen I can't get that image out of my head from what the Niners did to the Rams and their defense is insane so still give me the Niners any amount of points
1: <laughs> yeah I think we're all in agreement on that one Sad times for Carolina, but you know, maybe they'll get a uh, Stroud or Bryce Young or something. So we'll see how that goes. All right, now on to the, uh, may, the main, the media's uh, most discussed game of the week for sure. You got the aforementioned one time Super Bowl champion, LA Rams. Four and a half favorites is what I got at home against Dallas. That may have been bent a little bit down. And the unbeaten Cooper Rush, quite possibly his last dance. Chance to go out undefeated or continue to make this talked about even more. I still kind of lean the Rams, but man, if they look bad, Dallas's defensive front might just crush them. So I'm not very certain on this one, but I lean the Rams.
0: I think that's- I am running with the Cowboys. Um, that defensive front, man, for the Cowboys is coming together really well. Um, I talked about this about how I think the Cowboys would probably be the ones that end Eagles run streak unless the cards do it. But, uh, yeah, I just like the way the Cowboys defense is really built. And uh, Mike McCarthy's playing out of his – coaching out of his mind right now. So he's calling the right plays. He's getting Cooper Rush, looking efficient and effective, even though the numbers show that he's literally playing the same like Dak. So – I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys and see if they can uh, just kick the Rams while they're down. Um,
2: I'm sticking with the boys. Um, they're five and a half of points on FanDuel. Um, give me the boys because Cooper Cush out there is um, he's electric. He's actually fun to watch. He's not like Dak who couldn't make the most compliment freaking throws week one. Um, he actually has his offense running. Um, tony Pollard has been such a great compliment. I feel bad for Tony Pollard because I think Tony Pollard is going to be, I think he's fantastic with the Cowboys system, even though Zeke doesn't really do that much. I think it complements his game very well. Um, and I, I feel like Tony tony might get the bag somewhere. Um, I, don't, I don't know what his contract situation is, but he might get the bag somewhere and he will just start running back in his he won't reciprocate what he's been doing right now. And that's I think that's what's gonna happen to him. I think he's a good just little one-two punch with someone. And even though Zeke doesn't perform the numbers, like I said, I think it's good for him. Um, but I think just like Jalen says, with the Eagles run being stopped with the Cowboys, if Cooper Rush is the starting quarterback against the Eagles, I think so. I think so. But if Dak is starting that game against the Eagles, no, no, I can't. Um, I can't, man. You got you gotta ride the hot wave of the QB man. If your QB's out here running the system and Jerry Jones, we all know that man loves drama. He loves stirring the pot. That man is always out here going, oh, it's a QB competition. I'm like, shut up, Jerry. Shut up, Jerry. We all know you're gonna put Dak in. We all know he's going to come back in. Everyone, as soon as Dak loses to the Eagles there at Week Six, everyone's going to be calling for Cooper's name again. The noise is going to be loud. Um, but so, but still, give me the Cowboys here. At Rams, I know it's prime for a back bounce game, but God, that's it's really, really tough to see the the games they played. It's it's Super Bowl hangover, truly.
1: I still – I disagree with you just in that I don't think, like, Cooper Rush makes this team better than Dak. Like, even though he's undefeated, you have to – you have to, like, give Dak – I will say his defense, like, he played the Bucks defense week one, which is way better than any of the defenses Cooper Rush has played. And it was the first game. So, you have to take that into account. I think, like, if Dak was out here, he could have very well won these games that Cooper Rush has been winning, like, all three. Um, so I think that is in defensive deck. The only reason I lean the Rams, honestly, as bad as they've looked, is just because I do feel like at some point Cooper Rush is just bound to just have a stinker of a game where it's like, okay, this dude is a backup for a reason. Uh, he's just going to throw like three picks and have like 50 yards passing and the Rams will win a gross one. I'm not saying that exact stat line, but it's going to happen. I still believe. <laughs> All right, <laughs> on to the other uh, often-discussed members of the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles. They are, mine says, five-and-a-half-point road favorites at Arizona. Not sure what you got there, Christian. Yep. I actually foolishly like Arizona and the points. I think it, Philly's better and will still win and stay unbeaten, but I think Arizona could cover, especially if that spread goes up, um you said it's still five and a half
2: it's still five and a half for a Fandle.
1: i that's tough by lean arizona honestly like i do feel like philly's gonna have at least a slight slip up at some point they still win i still I, I still think philly wins barely in a close one but i'll take the five and a half with arizona here honestly
0: i like arizona on this one um kyler murray we talked about it last time kyler murray's one of those guys where he can, it's an any given Sunday moment whenever Kyler Murray's involved, you know? So any given Sunday, even though this team is, you know, weapons, no D hop and the defense is still shaky, but I mean, he keeps these guys in competitive, you know, competitive games. He's still, even though the offense, you think, Oh, it's not going to work this time. It does. So I'm going to say the Cardinals give the Eagles a better challenge than the Vikings did hopefully. And I'm going to go ahead and say they cover and, possibly win maybe we'll go into that later but um i'm gonna go ahead and take
2: the cardinals as well um i'm gonna be in the opposite spectrum i think Eagles steamroll the cardinals um i just think it depends solely on what type of kyler you get um is it double xp weekend does anyone know um because <laughs> the it, kyler is electrifying don't get me wrong but there's certain times where you sit there and you're like dude what are you doing like come on do something like the offense gets flat at points and it's I and mean, they it shouldn't be i mean you got kyler <laughs> you mm-hmm. should have a dull
1: not back soon yeah
2: the D hop should be back soon but they're they're out here throwing like screens dump offs like bro like do something else like come on and i've seen carnal fans they've complained about it on twitter i've seen them going about it um so it's not only me just noticing; it's their own fan base noticing as well. These boring plays that they do, like man, you got some electrifying players on your team. Um, you got Kyler, you got Droppy Wood, um, so you can you can make some magic happen. Um, but I I think the Eagles have been playing on a different level right now. Um, so I'm just gonna continue riding that wave until they get stopped. Um, I love Jalen Hurts. Um, I I've always been on Jalen Hurts train. Um, I think those Eagles fans, however, that you know, they really, because really, they were loud that day on draft day when Jalen got picked, and they were not in agreement. I would say majority, more than half. Um, and now, now they're over here going, Jalen is a savior. But I, they, we we saw how you reacted when Jalen got picked. They weren't the happiest. So it's, uh, it's Philly fans. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. But
1: McNabb was picked him.
2: And I, and, I, and I truly think that, you no, know, that trade that the Eagles made on draft day for A.J. Brown was probably the best move of the offseason.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, that, that
2: was- yeah. A.J. has been playing extremely good. Love it. Um, but I'm going to continue to roll it on with the Eagles, like, five and a half. There you go.
1: All right. Well, now we go on to the two primetime games. And they're honestly, as far as primetime games go, these are two bangers. Uh, the Sunday night game is better. It's an elite matchup, and I sure do wish both teams could lose. I guess I'll pull for the tie. But you got the Baltimore Ravens, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Cincinnati. I like your Ravens, Christian. But I do go back and forth because I do still have a vivid memory of Cincinnati smacking them last year all over the field. But I feel like the Ravens are pretty good this year still, so I I, I like the Ravens here.
0: Oh, man, this one's a tough one. Cause, like you said, Joe Burrow, and then you got the Ravens' pass defense that's been struggling right now. I'm pretty sure none of the receivers are hurt for the the for the Bengals. Um, man, this game's gonna be really interesting. Um, I I just gotta say, I'm feeling like the Bengals are gonna take this one, Cole. And guys, I like, I just really do. I really do think the Bengals will take this one. So I hate to say it, but I'm gonna go ahead and take the Bengals on it and spoil the homecoming.
2: Um, let me wise my words here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I absolutely hate these corn balls. These snowflake <laughs> corn balls. I absolutely hate them. They, Their fan base annoys me. They're over here celebrating a Chuck E. Cheese AFC championship ring. Like, excuse me? What? Um, and they faced the Ravens' defense absolute injury riddle last year, and they think they went against God. Um, <laughs> let me introduce you to Marcus Peters, okay? Marcus Peters will get a pick six on Joe Burrow on Sunday Night Football to announce his uh, welcome back. Um and Bank will be loud. Even though we've lost five straight at home, I think it's prime for a bounce back. I think the defense really got – their mouth, you know, slapped across the face. I think it should be a wake-up call these past couple games. Um, and hopefully Mike McDonald gets his shit together and not dropping linemen into coverage. Um, not really a fan of that so far. Yeah. I was I was a fan of the hiring, but I've been seeing these coverages. that He's dropping linemen. He's dropping away in coverage. What? No. No. What are yeah. you? <laughs> so, the and I think it's, and we're all wearing all black uniforms as well. That will be a factor in. Okay. And Nelly is performing at halftime, um, so expect. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have a feeling Ray Lewis is probably going to show up, um, just because Nelly's there. Um, but you know, I'm, I don't even need to give my answer away to know what that is. I, I think we'll steamroll these little corn balls to sh- finally sh- you know shut them up once. <laughs> This would be the perfect time um, for you would guys. to Perfect, perfect time to shut their mouths. I'm, I'm tired of them. Absolute God, I don't respect them. I hate them. Um, yeah, they're they're on the tier to Titans on my list right now. Like I don't, I don't know which one I hate more, Titans or Bengals. Um, but both cornballs of franchises. Joey Burt hasn't really done anything this year. Um, but hopefully, we just don't get burnt by. The receivers, I mean, the three-headed receivers they do have. I mean, Jamar does a great job. Um, T. Higgins has been doing phenomenal. Tyler Boyd, I I like a lot. Um, I feel like he hasn't really done much this year, but I like Tyler Boyd a lot. Um, I feel like he's the low-key cornerstone of their um, wide receiver court. But hopefully we shut them down. Um, hopefully um, Gus the Bus was uh, practicing this week. Uh, so hopefully if we get Gus the Bus back, That'll be a lecture. JK has brought some you know light to our offense. He's been, you know, giving a little bit of energy. I'm I'm really liking it so far. So we're getting we're getting people back. Maybe Ronnie Stanley is finally back this week. If he's back this week, oh baby. <laughs> um, but I am concerned because Rashad Bateman um didn't practice this week so far. He's been dealing with a foot injury. Um, so Devin Duvernay is looking like our number one wide receiver. Um, uh, we signed on we signed on who do we sign today? Uh that Isabella guy from the Cardinals.
0: <laughs> Andy Isabella? I thought you hated him.
2: Andy Isabella, he signed him this year. Oh.
0: So. I could have swore you hated him a couple years ago. No, nah, I've always been a fan of Andy Isabella. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I hate
2: Scotty Miller. I hate Miller. Oh, Scotty Miller. not Andy That's Isabella. right. I'm
1: a more accomplished player than
2: Andy Isabella. <laughs> no, it's a same type of stature of a player, but no, Andy Isabella. Uh, I'm surprised the Cardinals, you know, cut him. I thought he was always good, you know, just that one random dude to get a touchdown like every, like once every seven games.
1: Um, Yeah.
2: Give me Pummel, give me Baltimore minus nine and a half.
0: It's minus nine and a half. Oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, I was about to say, oh and my half, right? god, I would have, t- I would have changed. I'm my saying, answer. I wish, I wish, I would have changed my answer so fast if I heard the spread <laughs> was nine and a half. I would have been like, no, get me out of the Bengals.
2: Give me, give me Baltimore three and a
0: half. Colts rookie tackle
1: Bernard uh, Ryman is in the second quarter, <laughs> just set the. Uh... Has the most already has now gotten the most holding calls in a single game this year, and it's the second quarter. He's got four. Bro, what? Oh,
0: yeah, that's <laughs> atrocious. It's, I didn't even notice tough. the holding calls. Like I've, I'm. No, like, just trying not to watch the game. Right. My stream won't even let me turn it on, so and I'm completely my happy. Touchdowns.
1: You've seen as many touchdowns as the rest of us. Um, <laughs> yeah, Christian, your speech made me like the Ravens pick more. So. Feeling good about that. That's a must-watch, honestly. I'll be tuning in for that one. That's it's a cool.
2: must. It's a must-win. It is
0: for Baltimore.
1: I mean, would like I wouldn't say. Prime
0: time yeah. for you guys.
1: But yeah, it would help. All right, and then we'll finish off the Monday Night Football. Stop me if you've heard this before. The surging Kansas City Chiefs at home and coming to town are the struggling but sometimes scrappy Las Vegas Raiders. Can the Raiders really turn their season around after starting 0-3 and stun the Chiefs? Uh, I have 7.5 on here. I don't know what line you got, Christian.
0: Uh, yeah, 7.5. Um,
1: I mean, I'd probably slam the Chiefs here, but it'd be cool if the Raiders won.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm slamming the Chiefs, like slamming them through all the tables. Um, dude, Mahomes is just insane. And if we thought – the way he performed from the Bucks defense – and we expect them to do the yeah, – no, nah, dude. This is going to be – like, he's going from the Bucks defense to the Raiders defense, man. This dude should be going – and he almost dropped a 40-burger on the Bucks defense or more, I'm pretty sure. So, I'm going to go ahead and say – I can see a Mahomes 40-burger coming our way again. So, I'm going to go ahead and say Chiefs as well.
2: Now, Absolutely. Kick me in the neck. RKO me through two tables of the Chiefs <laughs> seven and a half. Like, you kidding me? Like – the, the team i mean i might i might buy a point because i'm always scared of the hooks of you know being right there at that seven point line so mm-hmm. i might buy a point on my personal bets but i'll still take chiefs uh, minus seven and a half Mahomes is just he that was that was insane to see last week on that the little like pass that he just chucked over the one he could have run in. And he just literally like lobbed it off. i was like dude what <laughs> um i love him um i think he's i think he's because Mahomes, Mahomes been getting a lot of hate during the off season, and I think he's really like showing out, like shutting them up that he can do stuff without Tyreek, and I'm really liking it. I mean, Travis Kelsey, as always, future Hall of Famer. That dude's insane. Always somehow finds his way open, man. Like I don't understand it. He's always just wide open. Um, so love him, love the Chiefs. I think Chiefs easily take this, but, but. There's always, like, once every, like, two years, the Raiders somehow pull a rabbit out their hat against the Chiefs, I feel, and they always come with the narrative, oh, here come the Raiders, here come the Raiders, and then nothing happens.
1: Raiders Um, are not your average one-in-three team. I'll say that for them. They're not No,
0: they're your average one-in-three team. Josh McDaniels is that coach, bro. They are your average one-in-three team. I do not not have any faith in that man whatsoever. The fact that he beat Nathaniel Hackett does not prove a damn 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 thing to me whatsoever. (laughs) <laughs> are right. you watching yeah. this game right now colby are you watching you know my, he got
1: sacked again my, are you watching? oh no matt ryan is getting like he might have to, like he's getting destroyed out there it's it's gruesome he's putting in an early retirement notice bro. Oh, yeah Jalen, i
2: don't think i think you might have been on the way home but Naeem himes he got put out concussion oh, protocol my like by, like two plays oh. into the game it's and just, they lost Naheem Himes. Yeah, he, he started stumbling. And I was like, "Up, oh, they're taking him out because of that new role now, because of the, all two of them. So they, they were playing it safe this time. So Naheem Himes went out on the second play.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is going to be interesting, man, how oh, this game's just so gross. Second and 28, this is just where I'm at. It's disgusting. It's 6-0. <laughs> it's 6-0. I'm going 40 I'm, I'm, minutes until the halftime. half-time.
1: No, it's horrible. This is
0: terrible. Like, I, last I looked at the screen, the fal- the Colts were in field goal range, and I'm pretty sure that just pushed them out of it. <laughs> every, time I,
2: every time I look at the screen, it's more than 10 yards. at They're just
1: <laughs> they're giving up four sacks.
0: I or can, they're just right back where they started.
1: Seth <laughs> has the most holding penalties in a game already. It's not even half time. <laughs>
2: I think he's (laughs) their second round or third round pick. I
1: I thought he might be okay coming out of Central Michigan. He could still still develop, but uh, it's not looking good. Uh,
0: Not looking good.
1: So, yeah, especially when you see some of those other rookie tackles, Charles Cross and the third rounder they got, Abraham Lucas, also pretty good. All right, so that's all the games. So now I guess we want to get into, Jalen, our three locks, and then what, like an upset and statement game, right?
0: Yeah, we got all the other jazz that comes with it. So we're going to go ahead and do with the fun jazz first and then end on the Lockhams. All right. Um, first off, we got the statement game. Um, for me personally, man, oh, man, a great statement game for this week would be the Jets. Um, for me, that's going to be my statement team. If Zach Wilson comes out there and goes 2-0 and against both the Steelers and the Dolphins, I think that's a good sign for the Jets fans. Um, I would give you a little more hope and stuff. So I'm leading Jets for my statement game.
1: All right. Um, that's a good one. I also think that could be a nice game for them. Um, I think me, me and Christian both liked the Jets when we talked about that game. Um, I'll say Arizona. And I may have said them before, so I apologize. But five-and-a-half-point home underdogs in your building – like, yes, they're undefeated and they've looked way better than you, but they were better than the Eagles last year, um, slightly. So, like, to me, in the wide open NFC, if, if Arizona wins this game at home, they knock off the unbeaten Eagles, then they're 3-2. Everyone's like, all right, it's a little sloppy. It's not the best, but they're still really talented. They're about to get DeHop back. Like, it's then, the NFC's wide open. They could get it together and make a run. So I'll say this would be a huge statement. If Arizona wins this game, I think you feel a lot better about them going forward after everything that's happened. <laughs> <clears throat> um,
2: statement, give me Baltimore three and a half. I think that would be a huge statement to come out and just finally, you know, put the losing streak at home to rest. Um, put the little annoying sibling to bed early. Um, yeah. Just smacking in the mouth. Hopefully. Um You know, give me a little, like, oh, there's Ravens fans out there that are pushing the emergency button already. I'm like, dude, relax. It's week four. If your team isn't really, you know, having their struggles already, man, it's not a championship team. You got you gotta have some struggles if you want to be a championship chair. Champion. I truly believe that if it's going too perfect, man, I'm always like warned of something's gonna go bad at the wrong time. Um and peeking, peeking too early is also, you know, something I've always been on as well. Um, and it's always been a history time after time. Just peaking too early has bite them and but um, but yeah, give me Baltimore three and a half in a statement on Sunday night.
0: Right. I like those. All right. right. Next category is our big performer, but we're changing the name to monster performer because it's October. Ooh, spooky. Um, So my monster performing team, I'm going, I was looking at the list, man, and gosh, man, just thinking about this team, about how they can go off. I said it a little bit earlier. This game, America's Game of the Week, I'm putting down. Them Cowboys! I want those Cowboys to have a monster game. I want those Cowboys to go walking up into L.A. and just take a giant on them. I really do. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Cowboys, I think their defense will put up a monster performance, getting them ready for the Eagles next week. All in on the Cowboys. I know we usually try to stay away from those dirty media grabbers, but I really, really like what they can do against the Rams. And I hope I'm not even hoping. I think I know that this defense should show up, especially with the Rams, how they've been performing lately. Kobe.
2: Oh Kobe's not here. Oh completely didn't even realize I was like I was waiting.
0: <laughs> oh snap. I was All usually
2: in
1: right. areas. I was right, for I waiting for follow- the I apologize too, and I really had to pee, but I'm still <laughs> listening to you. I think you that's fun. I like the Cowboys. I don't know. I lean the Rams, but that could be something. Uh, so monster performance. I'm actually going to go across the pond for mine, and I'll say Aaron Rodgers uh, and the Packers pass in game, these young receivers. Um, it's a big spread. It's eight. Christian like the points. I lean the Packers even minus the eight. I don't think the Giants are a, you're a great 3 and one team. And I still feel like at some point, like, Rodgers is going to build chemistry with these receivers as the year goes on, as ugly as it has looked at times. And in, in this weird London game, the Giants have a banged-up quarterback. I could see Rodgers just popping off. Packers get ahead early, rolling. He gets some free shots downfield, gets the young guys finally going a little bit. And I could see Rodgers have a pop-off game. He did win the last two MVPs. He's going to have one at some point.
2: Um, monster performer of the week. Give me the Chiefs. <laughs> That that like you I I cannot see the Chiefs really have any struggles in this game. Um unless their defense sleeps, unless Devontae get in some two TDs. But other than that, give me the Chiefs to get some monster hammer down Patty Mahomes for four TDs. Patty Mahomes, low-key having NPP season already. Um, so be on the lookout for that.
0: Yeah, and I feel like he might get more MVP votes just because everyone's highlighting the Tyreek ex- exit. And our last category, we got the upsets. Um, Man, I looked at it, and I have to go right back to him. Gino, I'm writing your name one more time on my goddamn list. Gino Smith Smith has the potential for the upset against the Saints at New Orleans when they just experienced the double doink. Um. Give me the, the, the Seahawks to keep kicking down that shitty franchise please um, please just 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 keep adding on to the damage um, especially when I don't know who's gonna be playing for the, for the Saints but I'm just pretty confident in the Seahawks and just you know the Pete Carroll way you know that's that's what I'm betting on
1: I like that that the Saints that's I almost feel Like the Saints, as bad as they've looked at times, being favorites is like that tells me something that like you wouldn't think the Saints are five and a half point favorites. But I could see Seattle pulling that for sure. For my upset of the week, I'm going to go with a team that really needs it and should could easily be like three and one right now. I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions, as foolish and stupid as it may be to keep picking the Lions. Sometimes they've gotten me right before. Um, They're three and a half point dogs at New England whether it's zappy or mac jones i still like the lions their offense is legit they can run the ball even without swift if they get st brown back i love them for now i like them jared Goff, i feel like has earned a little bit of gets a little bit too much disrespect he's obviously not amazing but he's been pretty good this year he's put up big numbers he's a better quarterback than mac jones for being honest at this point in their careers like Goff has been more productive this year um so I, I think he, he's seen enough. He's not going to be completely overwhelmed by Belichick like some young quarterbacks do. He's been around long enough at this point and with the roster he has around him and, and the Patriots roster, most importantly, who they're going up against. I, I like the Lions to get the upset this week. Huge upset in New England. Big win for them.
2: Um, I totally agree with that. I mean, Jared Goff is, I mean, does get a lot more disrespect than Warren. I mean, he's having a better year in Stafford. Too. You can make an argument right now, minus Super Bowls. Detroit not getting a good out of that trade. Um, I and I like I like Jared. I mean, I've heard a couple interviews Jared had. He just seems like a nice guy. Like can't, I can't hate Jared. He's doing his best. But for my upside a week, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Jets. The Jets plus three. Give me uh, give me Zach Wilson the gritty on them again. um Teddy Bridgewater might hit a stomp. Um, it just it just smells it just smells a like jets upset right here at Met life. Get Zach Wilson going with a Garrett Wilson Wilson Square baby.
0: All right, I like it. I like it. Christian, I am trying to trying to get this soundboard ready, but since <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna get it up on time, we can go ahead and start off our who is due christian who is due this week i know you premiered can you pick it but let's get the official list who is due
2: yeah well if you listen last week you put in the parlay of last week of um who did i have Leonard fournette Jk dobbins and miles Sanders ten dollars yep. 120 um so that cashed in last week baby thanks to a garbage time TV by lenny i actually went to bed um the drive beforehand so i didn't wake up <laughs> i saw that so that was pretty cool to see um so but this week this week got a little spicier one um so i'm gonna start off with the the two i'm most confident in and then the one that is, gets a little spicy right, so like Keenan it. allen and his uh his game return i think Keenan allen gets it going and gets a touchdown against cleveland um and then, as well as AJ Brown, um, AJ Brown has been um, pretty good. He didn't get his TD last week. He had a kid a week and a half ago, and he got a TD, but unfortunately, a flag got taken it back. Um, he started the, the baby celebration, but unfortunately, you see that yellow marker go across, and you're like, "God dang it!" So brutal. AJ Brown back in the end zone this week. Um, and then here's the spicy one. George Pickens. I think Kenny gets George in the end zone for the first time all season. Uh, we saw the connections in the preseason, and I think Kenny will take advantage of that, you know, rookie to rookie connection. Finally get George's first one of the year. Um, I don't have the final odds on it yet because AJ Brown is not listed yet. No one on the Eagles game is. But right now, with just Keenan Allen and George Pickens, it's at plus 1,000. Um, so, I'm assuming mm. with AJ, it might jump quite a bit. Um, so, mm. keep your eyes out for that. But I will be locking in that this weekend.
0: A wide receiver, dare do parlay. That is awesome. All right. There's everyone's favorite moment. It's time for those lockums. <laughs> Colby, time to put our money where our mouth is. What you got for those lockums, bud?
1: All right. Well, so we're just going to alternate like we did before, go one at a time and uh, go down the list. Um, yeah. All right. So bounce back week for me last week, went two and one. If you're giving me the first pick, I'm going to take the Niners minus six and a half or yeah. Minus six and a half. I, I, come come on. That's going to be a steamroll. You let I me, mean, you said I could go first. So that that's to me, that's my favorite one of the week. I think they're going to smoke Carolina. I'll just
0: be. All right. <laughs> Uh, I don't have much of the spreads written out here, but I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna lean. Actually, no, I can't lean. This is a gotta take it moment. I take it. So I'm gonna take the, the Packers. And God, I had a stutter to say it, but I'm gonna take the Packers. <laughs> I'm gonna take Fine. the Packers. For my so, and I uh, expect the Packers to uh, make London a new spot for the NFC North.
2: Um, my lock. I'm going Chargers. Two and a half, baby. Give me that. I love that number.
1: I like that That one. Can be one of my next ones. Um, all right, back to me for my second one. I mean, you're gonna give me 14 points. Kenny Pickett's first game. I'm taking it. Obviously, I'm a a little bit of a homer here, but that's so many points. Even though the Bills are a far better team, I have zero expectations to win. Come on, that's so many points. Give me the Steelers plus 14. That's my second lock.
0: That's brutal. That is a brutal script spread, brand. Um, I'm going to go double down. I'm going to be pushing P and I'm going to add another team with a P. I'm going to put the Patriots on here. Oh, no, we're not going to see the Panthers on this list anymore. <laughs> um, for at least a while, but I'm putting the Patriots down as my uh, lock'em. I really am going to bet double down on their defense and just terrorizing uh, Jared Goff.
2: Give me, give me the whole of the cheese. seven and a half. That's a lock, lock, baby.
1: Hmm. One, oof. All right, the last one. I'll say, is a bit tougher. I like that pick by you, Christian. You know what? I, I feel like it's stupid, but I'm going to do it anyway. Give me the Jets plus three and a half as my third lock. I love the Jets this week. I think they can get it rolling. If Zach Wilson can come out and show you something, like if he beats Miami, they might feel a lot better. They got a guy. Give me the Jets as my final lock.
0: Famous last words. All right. My last lock of the day. I'm gleaning. Not more leaning. Actually, we're going to take them. I'm going to take them. I'm going to say, Chargers, you're going into Cleveland, and you're going to get the job done for Herbo, for all the hype, for all the swagginess that he has. Um, Keenan Allen coming back, I'm building on to that as well. So, taking the Chargers. For last one, I'm
2: going to – I'm surprised no one's taking this. Give me the Vikings seven and a half. surprised no one took that off the board. Um, that was a. I think I think this is especially at Minnesota, man. I ugh, the Chicago team is just trash,
0: garbage.
1: I've had Hot to be, uh, garbage. Too many bad bets taking against the Bears. And yeah, uh, I
0: can't put my name on the Vikings. It's rivalry. Bears play the Vikings pretty good. <laughs> I don't know how bad it's gonna be. That's why I can't put my name on that lock yet. I wanted to.
1: All right, final thoughts before the buzzer. This is about to take us down.
0: This game is oh, trash. Man. Take me out of my misery.
1: <laughs> That's
0: a good final uh, thought final, th- <laughs> final thought for me, I'm going to go ahead and say, Wolves are playing the Lakers right now. Don't know the score. Go Wolves, baby. We're going on another run. I expect a Western Conference Championship this time. Colby?
1: and Yama Tankoff is going to be electric. Got all those in.
0: Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our pickems list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.